Yo, what up, Tony? Yo. Part three, man. You ready to start the last one? Yep, looks like it's just us, I guess. They're lost. All right, all you Primetime Thoughts listeners, all you Primetime Thoughts fans, uh, and anyone in between, uh, this is part three of our NFL Top 50 uh, players list. Um, This is basically us going through one through ten. So, without further ado, Troy, take us off with uh, one through ten. All right. At number 10, we have Cameron Jordan, defensive end of the New Orleans Saints. He posted a PFF rating of 87.6, and he accumulated 25 tackles and 15 and a half sacks on the season as he made his fifth career Pro Bowl, and I believe he was voted to the second team All-Pro. Number nine, we have the reigning defensive player of the year, Stephon Gilmore, cornerback of the New England Patriots. He posted a PFF rating of 82.8. He accumulated 47 tackles and six interceptions on the season. And he was named a Pro Bowler, first team All-Pro, and, of course, Defensive Player of the Year. At number eight, we have Derrick Henry, running back of the Tennessee Titans. He had 303 carries for 1,539 yards and 16 rushing touchdowns on the season. And I believe he made the Pro Bowl this year. He really came on towards the second half of the season, and then he had that legendary playoff run, helped vault the Titans to the AFC Championship this year. At number seven, we have the newly acquired Arizona Cardinal, DeAndre Hopkins. He posted a PFF rating of 87.3. He had 104 receptions for 1,165 yards and seven touchdowns in route to, I believe, his third straight first-team All-Pro selection. And at number six, we have Russell Wilson posting a PFF rating of 91.2. He had 516 pass attempts, threw for 4,110 yards, 31 passing touchdowns, and five interceptions. All right, what you think about those five? Uh, So, Cam Jordan. Of course, another, right. another all pro, all pro uh, year, another pro bowl year. Um, what, wait, you say he's a he was an all pro? Yeah, all pro second team. Okay, I believe he should have been first team, but I think Khalil Mack got it over him, something like that. Mm-hmm. Him or Chandler Jones. It was somebody uh, that just that just got it, but uh, Cab Jordan, uh, of course, uh, the. The anchor for the Saints defense, a really good Saints defense this year. Well, an average, yeah, yeah. average Saints. It was defense. it was pretty average, like the first half of the year, and then the second half of the year, it, it was pretty good. Yeah, they start kicking off in the second half, and then in the playoffs, they just like Ooh, that shit was bad. Dennis Allen, man, anytime you need the Saints to get a key stop in a monumental stage of a game. Defense will always give up that last score. It's happened three times in a row. It's it's like he loves cover two, but it's like, come on, man. Oh, knows. dude, it was so bad. Like, if you're not in the red zone, you shouldn't be running cover two, dude. Like it's it's not that effective. It's it's one of the easiest coverages to beat. Yes, 
Yes, run fades on the outside and a deep post over the middle. Shred cover two like a damn block of cheese. You know, and then he, and then he always runs cover two at like the worst timing ever. Yep. It's like, come on, man. Like, I understand. Like, we don't. Our fan coverage is not that good. Maybe because we don't have that that. Our main coverage should be pretty good this year, though, with Janoris instead of Eli Apple. Yeah. Yeah, we have some versatility on the back end now. Adding yeah. Malcolm Jenkins gives us a now, now we have guys a better leader that we, we needed. Have, now we have guys that are better in coverage, and we still need a middle linebacker. But, hey, that's just a couple of the draft. Uh, but take a defense. Uh, improving Cam Cam Jordan, of course, lead lead the way. Uh, Cam Jordan, he he definitely has the potential to be a defensive player, defensive player of the year candidate. He just got to get over that hump of sixteen sacks. The Saints need to finish like first in the NFC. They need to win thirteen games. He needs to have like fifteen, sixteen sacks, maybe a couple defensive touchdowns, scoop and score or something. Yeah, they even, even, even what they did. You can hear me, right? Yeah. All right. Even when they did win like team games, they ended up the Thursday. It, that shit was crazy. It's happened three times in NFL history, and two of the teams that did it were the Saints, 2011 and 2019. It's crazy. That I think that. Oh yeah, both years we went to the wild card. At least one year I remember we went to the wild card. And then we lost to the divisional. We, we beat the Lions in the wild card, and then we lost to the 49ers in the divisional that was on the last touchdown. That was a heartbreaker. Oh, man, that game still burns. Yep. And then, of course, this Vikings game. Dude, I was in, I was in uh, Barrett's with a Vikings fan, and he was just like, wow. You know, before that game, I had a feeling that the Saints were going to lose, but I don't know. That was just dumb luck because uh, – um, Lattimore got hurt the play before, and then you got put PJ Williams. Yep, Marcus Williams knocked him out. Got put. They had to put PJ Williams outside. They kicked Patrick Robinson inside on Thielen, and Thielen just absolutely scorched him for about fifty-five yards, and they were right on the goal line. Patrick Robinson, I don't know what to do with him, bro. Like he, he, he's. You can't put them at the outside, and then with the inside, you know Patrick, uh, you know uh, PJ is better inside, but yeah. you could put PJ everywhere. He's just good, better playing when you need to. Yeah, just don't put him on Adam Thielen. You don't like that, or Stephon Diggs. Yep. What? Well, and, of course, Derrick Henry, he had a huge season, over 1,500 yards. He was the rushing champion. Which I don't know how he became the rushing champion, but maybe maybe during the second half or wherever, wherever he hit his second gear. He had, like, uh, he had almost 300 rushing yards in the last game of the season against the Texans. Yeah. I think he ran for, like, 240-something. I remember. No, I think – did we play them? Like towards the end of the season, he didn't play that game. Yeah, we put him in week sixteen, and he didn't even play because that, that win didn't affect their playoff push. They had to win week seventeen no matter what, and they needed a Steelers loss. 
And they that's, got that. That's good for us, though. <laughs> yeah, if Derrick Henry would have played that game, we probably would have yeah. lost. Or it would have been a lot closer. He probably would have had over 600 rushing yards yeah. if he played. I mean, our linebackers was. Ooh. Yeah, they were bad. Yeah, we had nobody. Everybody was hurt. Alonso was out. Uh, AJ Klein was out. And all we had was Demario Davis and Craig Robertson and Matt Hightail. Oh, it's Stephon Allen or Stephen Allen or whatever. Stephon yeah. Anthony, yeah, he's oh, he's so bad. He's still bad. I don't know why. We picked them up for specialties. Did like situational, like certain downs. Yeah, he got he got forced into action. Uh, Russell Wilson, he he was up there for MVP. Like he had a great year. There wasn't that many interceptions this year, if you really think about it, from the quarterback. Like if you look at the top tier quarterback, not not a lot of them threw yeah. I think Rodgers had four, Wilson had five, Mahomes had five, and Breeze had four. I think Brady had like nine. And mind you, uh, Breeze missed games. Wilson did he miss Wilson miss any games? I don't think so. Oh, uh, no, nah, he played all uh, year. Mahomes, I think he missed the game or two. Mahomes missed like two games. Yeah. He- Messed his knee up on QB sneak. So, like, certain, some of these quarterbacks, they were out, but not all of them. It happens, of course. Model of- I don't know. I didn't hear any bugs or anything. So I don't know what happened. It just dropped. Yeah. The, this is this is why I wait. You get whatever you get your setup, and I get my setup, and we're, we're able to do this on a laptop. It's been so much better. Yep. But that's coming soon. Like, I'm moving to New Bear, like, late next week. So, and then once I get that address, they're sitting there on my setup, and it's going to be ready. Awesome. Uh, who who you saying? Dia Hopkins. Oh, uh, yeah, I was just saying DeAndre Hopkins, model of consistency. Pretty much every year he's been in the league, he's been one of the best receivers. And this well-deserved. This year he was number two though. Oh yeah, he was number two for sure. All right, let's go to the top five. Here we go. All right, here we go. At number five is Drew Brees, posting a PFF rating of ninety-one point two. He had three hundred and seventy-eight attempts, two thousand nine hundred and seventy-nine yards, twenty-seven touchdowns, and four interceptions, and he basically only played ten games. He could have threw for over 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns if he didn't get injured. Probably one of his most sound seasons yet. Uh, I mean, you ain't got to say much about Drew Brees. He's a legend. One of the best to ever do it. He's been a model of consistency for the last 15 years. And if he's under center for the New Orleans Saints, they have a chance to win. Yep. All right. Number four, we have Chris McCaffrey, running back of the Carolina Panthers. He posted a PFF score of 86.6. He had 287 carries, 1,387 yards, 15 touchdowns, and he also had 116 receptions for 1,005 yards, four touchdowns. So that's 19 total touchdowns and 2,400 total yards. 
I think he was the third running back in NFL history to post a 1,000-1,000 season. And he was rewarded with the highest average uh, value per year on a contract for a running back at $16 million. So congrats to Christian McCaffrey. Congrats to Christian. You're getting that big money now. Let's see what you yeah. do. At number three, we have Aaron Donald posting a PFF rating of 93.7. He had 25 tackles, 14 sacks, and two forced fumbles on the season. And I believe he was a top three rated run defender by Pro Football Focus. Uh, nothing to say about Aaron Donald other than he was just an absolute monster. Another defensive player of the year caliber season for him. But a very down year for the Rams, and that's probably why he ended up at three and not one or two. At number two, we have Michael Thomas, wide receiver of the New Orleans Saints. He posted a PFF rating of 90.4, and he had an NFL record 149 receptions for 1,725 yards and nine receiving touchdowns. Uh, A legendary season, one of the probably three or five best seasons we've ever seen out of a receiver. And that was after he was awarded his record-breaking five-year, $100 million contract. Uh, So congrats to Michael Thomas on a phenomenal season. And at number one, who was selected by three out of our four members on the panel, Patrick (laughs) Mahomes with a PFF rating of 84.1. He had 484 attempts. 4,031 yards, 26 touchdowns, and five interceptions in route to a Super Bowl MVP season for Patrick Mahomes. We might have to start doing this list before the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, see, when George said three out of the four people had picked Patrick Mahomes, I was that one. I'm going to confess. You picked Michael Thomas. I picked Michael Thomas, number one. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. That man had an MVP season. He he could have won MVP, regular season MVP, but he wore Offensive Player of the Year. That's cool. But he had a record-breaking season where Teddy Bridgewater as his quarterback was uh, there the season. You still had Hale throwing you passes. You had three. Di- you had three different quarterbacks throwing you passes. All yep, he caught three. He caught passes from three different quarterbacks, and he still broke the record. And he still broke the record. Come on now, now don't get me wrong. Patrick Mahomes is nice. Two bowl repeat, great. Even though that that's very questionable because you could still give that you could still give that MVP to uh, Derek uh, Williams. But hey, yeah, the running back. But hey, he still had a great game. Um, Mahomes had a nice season. Mahomes was my number three. I had Aaron Donald number two. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I had Mahomes, Thomas. I think Jared had Mahomes, Donald. I think you had I Thomas, had, Ma- Thomas, Donald, and then Ramon had also had Mahomes, Thomas, I believe. Hey, at least. At least we knew it was between Mahomes and Thomas. Mahomes and Donald were, I think, top three across the board yeah. in some specific 
quarter. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, and right were... after it was McCaffrey, Breeze, and like Hopkins and Wilson were all like four through seven, four through eight. I think I feel like everybody had to say eight top eight. Everybody probably had to stay top eight. Once you get past eight, that's when shit started. But nope. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody had to say like top eight. Once you got past eight, then it, it started. That's when you start to see a lot of the fusion. Yep. Yeah, ain't Overall, this is a very good list. I really like our list. Um, Patrick Holmes or Michael Thomas. At yep. number one, you you couldn't go wrong. If you go by the numbers and the overall production from the regular season, Michael Thomas was definitely number one. But when you factor in Mahomes winning the Super Bowl MVP, that's what a lot of people use to put him over the top, yep. which is fair. Either argument's fair. Yeah. And uh, next on the list, I think we're going to do what, top 30 NBA? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that might be a while because we don't know when or if the regular season is going to continue. We don't know how much more of the regular season we're going to get. So it's going to be a while before we could start to sample our list together and get a top third because we don't know. No idea when the hell we're going to get some basketball. But until then, we still we can still talk about ESPN's last dance because that's coming up too. Uh, yep. we, we still got the NFL draft. Uh, NFL draft next Thursday. Can't wait, even though it's going to be a weird virtual setup. Yep. So we can still talk about even after the NFL draft, like who, who's your Super Bowl contenders and all this other stuff. Which, uh, speaking of that, uh, who do you see is who? Who's your five uh, top one through five for the NFL draft? Uh, we'll go Joe Burrow, um, Okuda, Chase Young, Jordan Love. Yes, I got Jordan Love that high. Ooh, wait, wait. And let's see. Uh, I want to say Tua, but I feel like medicals could be an issue there. So if I had an alternate, I'd probably go like Oh, that's tough. Maybe the linebacker from Clemson, Isaiah Simmons. I'm trying to look up the the order right now. I, I forgot the order off the top of my head. Uh, I don't Joe Burrow, he's number one. Uh, number two, I, I found your number two very interesting. Morning back from Ohio State. Kuda? Yeah. See what yeah, he's, he's, he's the number three projected pick right now to the Lions. So. It just depends on need, obviously. If you need an end over a corner, you take Chase Young. But throw a lineman in there if you want, Jedrick Wills. Okay, here we go. So, the Bengals, I got Joe Burrow. Redskins, I got – I'm taking Chase Young. Lions, I got the Ohio State quarterback. 
a uh, quarterback. Number four, I got. Uh, do I want to take the Clemson? Yeah, I would take the Clemson uh, linebacker. And then number five. Uh, Tua. Number five is Tua for me. It's a good one. Quick thing about the WWE, though. I don't know what they're doing, but it's so interesting. That money, that money, that money yeah. in the uh, stipulation. That's so weird. Definitely, I don't know. I think the WWE is trying too hard to increase the entertainment level instead of just sticking to the roots and making it work. Yeah. You got to climb all the way to the the top of the headquarters to reach the uh, briefcase. I even said in the group chat, I'm like, somebody's about to get squeaked in music when they hit that turn, when they turn and hit that corner, get kicked right in the face. You remember that uh, that clip where Shawn Michaels was going down the hallway and just kicking people? It's going to be exactly, yeah, it's going to be exactly like that. That shit was funny. I do like the Braun Strowman versus uh, the Fiend Bray Wyatt storyline. I don't know why they didn't give Braun Strowman a shot, dude. He he's entertaining. He's huge. He can move. He can actually wrestle. I don't know. People like him, but they've been following him to the side for a while now. About time they give him a shot. I'm glad it's now though. Because WWE definitely need it. Yep, that's facts. You see where uh Linda Fredette was talking about uh one person had cost had cost the uh two thousand uh seventeen championship team. Yeah, I didn't see who he said, though. He also said he wanted to go get Cam Newton. He never he never came out and said exactly who, but he was talking to the first pick guy. And uh, he, was saying that, he was saying how it wasn't a player. It was somebody in the front office. So pretty, so pretty much. Oh, so pretty okay, much yeah. You Probably know, Tom Coughlin. I think he's leaving Jack. Uh, I think he's leaving uh, Jacksonville. Wouldn't surprise me in the least. I'm shocked. Yeah. When I look at it, I'm thinking I got about $50, $60. Oh, wow. I'm scrolling through Twitter and Adam Stefflin has said Jaguars have had strange discussions with other teams regarding uh, running back. Uh, for that league sources tell ESPN, uh, for that is due 4.60 million in base salary in 2020. It's a situation that the that 
Bears watching as this week's draft approaches. Send him to the Saints. We would love to have him. Y'all could take Kamara. Kamara will try and get way too much out of us. Looks like Yannick and Gok will.